Start in T minus ten seconds. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. We have ignition. Welcome to another episode of Unconstitutional Awakening. Today, me and Bandit are hosting uh, Iowa, the I guess the founder of Iowa Mama's Bear, one of the founders of Iowa Mama Iowa Mama Bears. Um, and you know, she's she seems to be a bit of an activist and in a crunchy mom. And you know, I'm not sure if you're familiar with what a crunchy mom is, but they're more of like a uh, nat- natural type believer and such. Like it's a, it's a lot of kind of the things that I believe in. You know, like I know on our aspect of it, my wife does the homeschooling and we do a lot of herbalist stuff and we of course homestead for people that normally follow me you know you know all this stuff uh of course bandit's got his own little you know homestead going on and this is this is kind of stuff that touches home with me because you know they seem to be on the same lines as i am as line as i am as everybody deserves you know good freedom and like that's something i believe in you know freedom of choice about everything on the spectrum including things you know that people don't like to talk about like whatever it is, I think it's your personal choice. And so I thought it'd be good to bring her on and talk to her and, you know, see what kind of stuff she had going on. So if you'd like to tell us a bit, little bit about yourself. Hi everyone. I'm Kimberly. Um, I am the founder of Iowa Mama Bears. Um, this whole thing started because my daughter Olivia was mask injured and or mask abuse is what I like to call it. Um, schools were forced to put masks on kids. Um, when it started last year, things were going fine for the first few weeks. She ended up getting a rash that turned into infantigo that turned into staph infection four different times. Yes, people, I washed her mask. Okay. Like seriously, because <laughs> people howl me about that all the time, but it's just like people, people didn't realize that we were supposed to breathe out our bacteria, not have it on our face. And so that's what started it all. And when I turned in the medical exemption for my daughter to um, not wear a mask in school, the school said, okay, you know, we accept it, but here's where we're going to put your child. And they segregated my child um, from December 7th until March 23rd um, when I finally started protesting in front of the school. And the protest started. I started saying we need to have choice. We need to have freedom of like what we want as parents for our kids instead of what the government and the schools want for our kids. Um, So that's kind of where my journey began. And we ended up going down to Tulsa, Oklahoma in April of last year and going to a reawaken tour. It was called health and freedom conference at that time. Um, A gracious doctor by the name of Dr. Meehan was talking about masks and how they were hurting kids. And he heard our story and he, pulled us up on stage and said, Hey, these two moms here have a story to tell. Would you guys like to tell it? And I'm like, uh, yeah, sure. (laughs) So unpromptly I was up on stage telling my story to millions of people across the world. And it snowballed from there. And I just got kind of thrown into the spotlight because a lot of people, um, related to what we were going through, but with COVID and everybody being separated, nobody really knew that. And so when I brought it out, I got flooded with emails, text messages, everything. And it just took off from there. And I'm just a stay at home mom and, you know, taking care of kids. And we kept protesting and we ended up getting a law here in Iowa passed to take mask off kids K through 12. And what we also put in that law was a little clause that said um, they had to tell, recite the Pledge of Allegiance every day before school started. 
interesting so like so like and with with you you know you said you of course you were pulled on stage so obviously you've met a bunch of other people that have ran into these these injuries and such um yes. uh like and i you know i i you know people that do follow me know how i felt about it i've i i lost a job over having to try to wear it and stuff i actually never w wore one the entire time i still don't wear one i actually i actually cut jokes at folks that i still see in the car by themselves wearing them because i just don't understand it like it's just i understand well i mean i do understand it i understand it's psychological warfare like that that aspect of it i do get i um i just you know i i, I find it i find it interesting that so many people have disagreements with masking a child like i just i do find that a a touchy subject like my kids are homeschooled with us being with us being into the into the aspects of i guess the crunchy world as a lot of people whether a lot of, a lot of people call it is that you know i don't i don't even like government schooling to begin with you know that's a that's a whole episode on its own that i'm working on in the future right now and the it's federal uh, department of education the department of ed education is useless yeah i mean <laughs> it really is it's done nothing but it's it's been it's done nothing but waste money since it was created in the 80s it, and it seems like every year that um <clears throat> um you know I, i'll go ahead and i'm not anyway advocating for a politician one way or, or the other but thomas massey it, it seems like every year he uh <laughs> introduces a bill to disband the department of education on december 31st of pretty much every year for the last couple of years but it never gets passed it'd be nice to get passed they're already predicting that um the uh, public education system only has a few years left before it totally implodes which sure i mean it needs to it needs to it does because, it really i mean they've been doing the same thing for hundreds of years and like the outcome's not good and it's getting and, worse. And, and I think, I, I think there's other options out there. I think like, you know, I mean, I, 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 I personally, like, I, I, I don't agree with, you know, make, having, I don't agree with having to make things law to, you know, get people to yeah. understand it. Like, I think that's ign like ignorant on different levels. Like I think that, that we have to hold people's hand to do that is, is stupid. Like just, and, and, but at the same time, I understand like why it was done because it is ridiculous to force a child to do something. And school schools have turned into almost like, you know, a, a, a indoctrination center. Yeah. Yeah, there's you know, <laughs> indoctrination center. You got it. Yeah. yeah you know, I guess that's the best word to look for. But I mean, like, it went from trying to teach people to, you know, trying to force people. And that's where I've seen a lot of like this fear mongering over the past two years, especially being put is into the school system and, and you know, forcing kids to do things. And I, I do, I do think that it's great to, you know, not have I fight, get fighting for freedom of choice for people. Like you know, sure, if yeah. you want your kid to wear a mask, I don't, I don't care. That's your, right. that's your, it's your personal beliefs. I, I'll have my other beliefs, and it is what it is. Let's move on about the day. But you're not going to force me to have to do something I don't want to. And I'm so, exactly. you know, that's that's great. And that goes along with a lot of things. I know you're about to chime in there. And see, the problem with that is like as soon as you mention like. <clears throat> I want the freedom of choice to, you know, not mask my kids. And I didn't, I, I don't want to mask my kids, man. I didn't. Um, they complained every day. They, yeah. they said this was, this did nothing. They still caught COVID and they brought it home and we dealt with it. it you know, it, it, it affected us no more than just, you know, and I know it affects everybody differently. It, it affected Absolutely. us. Um, we are a, I mean, we're not CrossFitters. We aren't. We're not marathon runners. We're not CrossFitters. We, at best, we watch our diet diets, you know, pre pretty average. And um, it affected us no, no worse than a, a cold, a really bad cold. But it, it affects everybody differently. But as soon as you jump in and say, I want the freedom of choice, people, have, people get absolutely just irate. As soon as you say, I want freedom of choice – Oh, uh, well, you know, you have to wear your seatbelt. Uh, <laughs> you have. I'm, that was the biggest comparison. That oh. drives me crazy when people it do that. It was the biggest comparison. Like on, as soon as you mentioned online about not wearing a mask, people would automatically say, well, do you wear your seatbelt to protect yourself? I know I don't. I mean, I have like... choice not to, and I'll deal with the consequences. Right. Well, 
when I when I drive my giant work truck, I, I tend not to because like if you hit me, you're the one that's gonna be in, in pain yeah. and in trouble. Right. And people, people still die with seatbelts on. <clears throat> sure. People still die wearing masks. People I mean, still exactly. die wearing and masks. Exactly. Like, and it's it all come it all boils down to people get irate as soon as you mention freedom of choice. They it depends as on the soon topic, as you though. as soon as you mention that facts. Uh, yeah, it's too it depends on the topic because I mean, if you're talking freedom of choice about aborting, now that's a hot topic. That oh, yeah. we we we're have not, we're not, that's yeah, we're not I don't even want to get into that. Oh, we're not getting into this. But we're they're making so. kids in middle school here in Ankeny just on Thursday. They had middle school kids walking out and protesting because they're trying to overturn that law. Oh, and these wow. kids are outside screaming BLM. And I'm like, what does BLM have to do with anything with this abortion law that they're that's, trying to overturn? But that's, 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 that's where it drives me crazy yeah, is that just, the schools are doing this. It, it is. And I, I do I do disagree that, you know, schools are doing that thing. So I guess so I guess when you took this dive, is that when you got deeper into like, you know, more <laughs> aspects of the crunchy type world or whatever? Like Yeah. Well, I started a bit um going into the crunchy side of the world um when it about four and a half years ago when I was pregnant with baby number six. Oh, wow. um, I actually, when I got pregnant oh, with my... Wow. Well, I mean, I have well, seven kids. You have seven kids. Wow. Yes. I, I thought four was enough. Four. Three's <laughs> right. enough for me. Like, I'm an overachiever. What are you talking about now? <laughs> <laughs> so um, when I was pregnant, I actually, they pushed the DTAP shot on pregnant women when they're pregnant, right? And All they also right. pushed the flu shot. Well, I got the DTAP shot with baby number five and got severely, severely sick. I got HG, which is hyperemesis gavinome. Yeah. Um, lasted my whole pregnancy. I ended up with two pick lines. The pick line, one of the the first pick line that I had, um, ended up getting infected, infected, caused a blood infection. Yeah. Um, I got a blood clot from that, um, and it was just a horrible experience. Like I, I had four babies before that, never had any issues, and then. After that, I didn't get shots and I was perfectly fine. But that right, one right. baby. And so that's where my whole journey with looking into the vaccines things, looking into yeah. more natural stuff. And that's yeah. what piqued my interest. Like, so if it didn't happen to me, I probably would still be vaccinating my kids. Sure, but sure. I mean, because the first four were fully vaxxed sure. or partially. But then yeah. like until something like that hits you yourself, I don't think you're, a lot of people don't want to change. They're like, oh, this has worked for us. This is what we're doing. So until you get pushed out of your comfort zone, you're not going to make a change. My and I got pushed wife. way out of my comfort zone. Yeah. And I got thrown into this whole thing. My, my wife actually suffered from that uh, HG with both with all three of her pregnancies. Oh, wow. um, and it was and hers naturally. And like she doesn't. Uh, she she was into the idea of doing the crunchy thing like kind of right off the bat like and she huh. learned more as she kept going like she just she because for her first child was a was a girl and you know it's, it's my stepdaughter but i love her to death but she <laughs> and she's and you know she she has she, you know she was already taking that route and already looking into those things because she she kind of already believed into that stuff and so you know she jumped right into it and then when she she went even deeper when she had her boy He's, you know, she, he's not even cut and such too, because we're, we're, That's awesome. we're at, we're advocates with the bloodstained men as well. Like I, I love everything that uh, brother K does. Like he's, see, a, I wish I'd had known that when I had my son, I was, yeah. I mean, I was only like, I think I was 28 when I had him Yeah. and I had no idea, you know, I just listened sure, to the doctor, yeah. but sure, I yeah. watched them do it and it traumatized me. I'm yeah. sure. And I said, if I ever have a boy after this, I would never, ever do that again. Because, like, I had no idea. Like, you know, everybody's doing it. The dads have it done. You know, you're, they want their sons to be the same. And I'm sure. like, okay. Sure. But when you watch it and how they do it, oh, man. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I we'll, we always, we always, we, we talk about that video that's out there on YouTube a lot, the elephant in the hospital. And, you know, I recommend people check that out, too. Like, it's some good information. And, like, um, you know, they, they, they used to, they actually used to even circumcise girls and people don't realize yeah. that. And like, they had to make yeah. it illegal because they it banned it here in America, but it's still a thing it's across thing the country. It yeah. still happens in a, and a lot of girls die. Yeah. It's, and, yeah. and, and it's a, it's, a, you know, so, it, and I do encourage people to like, look into these aspects because there is medical truths out there that people just look over. And I'll tell you, doctors don't hesitate to just pass these things off as normal and whatever, because it, it adds to their pay. It's not that yep. it's not that they're a bad person and it's not that they think that they're doing something wrong. Like they're just taught that it's the, you know, it's the good thing. And I do encourage people to always 
look into things deeper because <clears throat> everything does affect everyone differently across the board. Like there's no, I don't, I don't believe that, that, you know, something that I do will affect you the same that it, you know, does you in the same with anything, like whether it be food, you know, medicines or, you know, medical advice and stuff like that. Like, I think it differs from person to person because there is not two bodies that are identical. So you're nothing but a paycheck to, to a doctor, right? no matter how friendly they are yes. to you. At the end You're of the day, but a, a healthy today. patient is not making money. Exactly. And that's why they start the kids as young as they do at the well checks. I think we have brought that up, Jimmy and I, numerous other uh, podcasts we've done, no matter who it is. It's like, I think we've always brought up that one way or another to, to a hospital, if you're healthy, you you are no good. I mean, that's why a majority of this country, like what they say, 68 to 70 percent of this country is overweight. Fifty-four mm -hmm. uh, percent is a chronic illness. Ob obese. Mm -hmm. Oh, they're obese. Uh, on medication, sick, cancer, everything, because that just not, that that fuels big pharma. It does. I mean, we need a. We need to take out Big Pharma. We need to repel 1986 Act is what people need to start they, they, looking into. They've been around for 100, yes, 100 they have. Plus years. The, the 1986 uh, Act, too, is something good to look into. And like, But you got to think that these same people that are making this check on Big Pharma are also people making a check on your food industry, too, because a lot of them are the yep. same thing. And They're like, all tied together. I, I, hey, guys, I have this, uh, this you know, thing where... And, and this stirs a lot of pots with me is I'm not, I'm not concerned about all of these processing plants that are burning to the ground because most of them are processing poison. So yeah. like, I think uh, it's a way that, that they're going to redo it. I think it like uh, I'm with you on that. I think the burning down of the processing plants that they're doing is a way to get us back to where we need to be. This is kind of my spiel. You know, this is my thing that I've brought this up numerous times already. It's been brought up before, but there are 39,200 and some change food processing plants here yep. in the U.S. And there's only been 15 of them burned down in the last two years. It's not going to make a dent. Right. Um, I mean, sure, the, jobs the, lost and such, but like right. they'll, yeah. they'll move them on. These the the these those exact same places will be up and running up up and running in less than a year. I know sure. it's not going to make a dent. Um, it starts it starts even before uh, the the food even reaches your table. It, it goes does. so far as like you've got um, genetically modified organisms going into actual seeds. Well, and. and Okay, I can. I, here's something I like to point out: your feed. Like, um, mm -hmm. if you if you're yes. not paying attention to where you're getting your feed, a yep. lot of your commercialized um, cow feed is one of my favorite examples. Back in the day, you know, people like me when I was a young man used to go out to the field and go look for mushrooms because you knew how to find them, and it came from something that was mixed inside the grass, not even the cow feed. But they started regulating a uh like an antifungal into cow feed mm -hmm. so that when you fed the cow it would kill the thing that pr produced the, the cycle of the mushrooms or whatever and uh what mushroom now now the question is is what mushroom <laughs> what did the mushrooms cure that they don't want us to have right, like right. the dandelion well, well, I mean, you know, and I'm, oh, you know, and I'm, and I'm talking I'm talking about the good kind of mushrooms. good thing you bring up dandelions um, is great the same guy, the same company that owns Roundup also owns the heart medication. Yep. And, and dandelions is the number one thing that will help your heart. Dandelion is a, is a universal, like that's something I, I implore everybody to look into because you can use it from the flower to the root. Like there is yep. not a part of it. And it's a good wine. And they grow in your yard, you guys. All over. <laughs> All over. And I mean, I, I watch a lot of different TikTokers and a lot of the natural stuff. And I have a friend that she's amazing. And she's like, if you look around your house, the plants that are growing around your house, like weeds are plants that your body is needing. So like, because we stay in our house, this is where we live. Plants yeah. will grow where we, where stuff is needed for our bodies. If we would just get back to that and listen to our bodies and to like the nature, like, Hey, here's, you're feeling sick. Go outside and pick this off your grass because it's just growing in your yard. 
We had. You want to uh, know why the bees and the butterflies are dying off? Look at everybody's <laughs> front yard. It's a perfectly manicured green grass. Mm. That's why the Daniel? That's why the uh, bees and the uh, butterflies are yeah, dying off. Because there's no pollinators. There's no more mm -hmm. pollinators. And See, I'm one of those people that don't even rake my yard and for leaves or anything because yeah, I need yeah. the animals need it the comp they need to have it for compost everything so like I don't even do that and my neighbors are like you need to rake your yard I'm like nope, nope. I'm not doing it yeah, <laughs> I'm like you want to go outside you go do it but I'm not doing it I'm like you leave my yard alone <laughs> and, and 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 you're right and I believe you know I believe that humans humans like to to prosper actually need to le live more in sync with this earth because you know we're we're more connected to it and there's already answers here for a lot of things i th i think that's why you don't hear about the cancers and you don't hear about the adhds and you don't hear about the you know all these other you know mental illnesses that are so prominent in modern society because we have become so disconnected from earth be you know having having diets based on you know fake you know, GMO food and petroleum medicines and stuff like that. And it's, it's, it has been a great disconnect for generations now because it's, you know, it was popularized through, you know, believe it or not, it was pop popularized through our croniest system that we have, because that's, you know, that's what, that's what all it is, is big government and giant corporations walking hand in hand to make sure that they actually own the rights to all these things like nestle i won't hesitate to call them out and bring them up and thinking that they own the right to the water on this planet and that the rest everybody else don't have any rights to it whatsoever and that's it's ridiculous like countries have gone to war over water right know? absolutely I mean, and I think it's ridiculous that some states even ban or make it a law that you can't collect rainwater right like that's yep. ridiculous. Like the stuff, the, the overstep that some of this government is doing, like things like that, it's just like people wake up and think about it. Like, why are they banning people from collecting rainwater? Like, well, they, I mean, anything that can be a cure, a natural cure, they either kill off the doctor that's talking about it or they kill off the product that's creating it and they won't, they suppress it. You guys well, ever it's not just that it's self sufficiency. If you yes. collect rainwater, you won't rely on city water. <clears throat> right. If you grow your own food, you won't rely on the grocery stores. Yep. Um, if you like, you got to pay. You got to. You get you get taxed to put solar panels on the roof of your house. Oh, um, don't get me started on the taxes, because like, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I want to go sovereignty. I don't want even want to deal with that stuff anymore. That will like anything that um will get you away from. Um, investing money in these other things, they, you know, they'll tax it. Yeah. If they can find a way to tax it, they'll tax it. That's right. That's right. And, and they, and they do in, and, and, and they do do all, you know, that kind of stuff. Like I, I was about to bring up, like, I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. Do you guys have like uh code enforcements in your like towns? Like, I don't like out, out as far as I am in the country, they don't come and bother me, but like the closer you get to the little town, they have, they have a little code enforcement truck that rides around. And if your grass is, thing. if your grass is, you know, so far, I've lived in a couple of urban places that had yeah. it and they, they yeah. left tickets on my door because I had grass that was For real, you know, inches too high or too many dandelions because I hadn't cut my grass or, you know, like just <clears> ridiculous <throat> stuff. And I was like, well, you guys are kind of messing with the wrong guy. Cause I'm going to let it grow until something, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, no what, kidding. What man. do you want me to do about it? <laughs> you don't get that. Don't get that real big into that until you run into your big metropolitan areas. I mean, yeah. even in the rural areas. Well, well, like when you came and visited me, when you came and visited me, that town you guys stayed in, just yeah. just, nor just north of my town, they have that. I know they do, and they wow. ride, they ride around the uh, the little the little town in there, the little old school, you know, strip strip town, and they'll ride around through the little houses right there and do leave tickets for people because they're tra they didn't get their trash can from the end of the driveway is it right? like an hoa is like is that it's not it's just because you live in the city limits wow see i live in the city limits and i i haven't seen that but i i know like we live on the street right before the hoa so the houses behind us are hoas and they're getting it all the time and i'm like 
I would never live in an HOA. I don't care how nice that neighborhood is because I don't I don't follow rules very well anyway. So I mean, shit. Your <laughs> yard telling me where I can do it in my own house. <laughs> if you live in a, uh, they usually do that wherever there's been urban sprawl. Like you'll see these really ugly looking. Um, gated communities these just or all cookie cutter houses mm. um urban sprawl it's one of the most destructive things um Absolutely. but hoas if you yeah like you said if you leave your garbage cans out overnight to the next day um you'll get a ticket if your yard isn't manicured in a specific way they'll they'll write you up if you do any unauthorized yard decorations or improvements to the front of your house if you leave your garage doors open and you have stuff inside your garage they'll write you it's it, you can't wow. do it. and sure I'm, I'm sure there's people out there that like that kind of stuff and i guess you know have at it if that's what you like but they don't bring people that like to be told what to do day in and day out like please nope. just go to cuba, go to cuba. <laughs> the closest thing the closest thing to my house is a fertilizer plant and you probably don't want to come over here anyway or build anything close to it so wow like and, and I, you know i guess that's a benefit there so but you know is there is that has there you know been you know obviously you've let you've learned some good stuff out of this you know so i guess you know like how does how does homeschooling work with you and stuff like do you guys just i actually haven't started homeschooling yeah, like, yet like my okay. kids are actually still in public school yeah. um have only just because I have, and especially with my Olivia, the one that was mask abused. Um, and I guess I'm kind of like the other parents out there right now. I'm, I'm nervous that I, I can't do it. I'm nervous that I'm not going to be good enough to get my kids to where they need to be. But I know that like God is like really pulling on my heartstrings right now saying you can do this. It's okay. And so like my husband and I are looking into it next for the next year, especially like I said, for Olivia. Yeah. Um, because she, the mass thing definitely took a psychological effect on her. Um, she's still stigmatized from last year, even though we don't have masks on kids this year, some kids still do it, which is fine, but a lot of kids don't. And, but they still look at Olivia as being the yucky girl. Sure. Um, because last year the teachers were telling the kids, stay away from her. She's going to get you COVID. She's going to kill you. She'd come home. And I mean, she would isolate wow. herself. So then this year, she started talking about going to heaven and I'm like, and she's seven years old, you guys. And I'm like, what Olivia? She's like, I just want to go to heaven where everybody's nice. Nobody hates anybody. And I have friends and it broke my heart. And I'm like, okay, this is like how I need to get her out. I, I need to get her out before they crush my child. I and so that we are looking into it. But like I said, like I, I will I say, there's no, there's no right way and there's no wrong way to do it. Um, well, there are plenty of groups on even just yes. Facebook. There are lots of homeschool groups on Facebook, <clears throat> and there are uh, unemployed I, teachers, former teachers that have groups on Facebook, um, and even their own websites, even their own material. I actually um, hosted I'm, a guy. I'm currently like I'm in the same boat as you. I'm looking to yank my kids from public school because the things that uh, are going on, it's like every day, it's just something. They come home with something that it's like, let, I'm going to add this to the list of reasons why I hate the public school system. <laughs> right. And I'm, you know, Gen X, I mean, it's even, you can even see the decline in the school system from when I was in school and it was bad when I was in school and it's just gotten progressively worse. And I didn't realize how bad it was until I started going and being more involved in school. And my oldest daughter's 20. My youngest daughter is a year and a half. And I never once went to a school board meeting, never once voted for a school board member. You know, I, I'm not a, I'm not into politics. I don't care about politics. I still don't care about politics, you know, sure. but it's now that I'm realizing that how important it is for parents to get involved. Maybe if more parents would have been involved from the get go, we wouldn't be at where we are today, but oh. it all happens for a reason. It, I mean, I well, think I, every, um, you know, back to blessing the, in disguise with COVID, I guess. <laughs> you know, back, back, back to like the aspects of like some homeschool and stuff. I hosted a guy um, quite a few episodes back that he, he runs classicallearner.com um, and he mm. writes children's books and he, his classicallearner.com is a homeschool website. Like he has 
um, curriculums and you know all kinds of stuff laid out. Is out he there the guy house. that has the bears for the the book. bears for the yes, book. yes? I bought all those books. He, I bought them all. He's uh, he's a really cool guy. I had him on. He's actually from over here on this side of the country with me, and we've had we've had a, I've had some good conversations with him outside of this and whatnot because I liked what he was doing and like he he added to the stuff that we're doing. Like I said, we kind huh. of we kind of just dove into it. We we seen this coming and. My, my wife was working overnights at a hotel and, and like she, I was just like, quit, you know, I got this. And she, she came home and we just dove right into it. And it's, we've done yeah. a mixture of, of curriculums. We found books that we have kind of doing it on the fly with some stuff like pay If you pay attention to your kids, they, they, uh, they're they're definitely learning all the time but they'll they'll bring up the good questions like they a lot of the stuff that i base our next days you know learn about on or whatever is the day before like they'll ask random questions throughout the day and i'll be like let's put a pin in that or let's write that one down and that can be something we can divulge deep into tomorrow so that you have a better understanding about it and and it has with with my oldest she's 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 the sneaky one and i know she i know she knows more than she leads a lot of the time and with my well, they all with, do with when but with the boy he he's ahead of schedule i feel because you know he's he you know he's only six but he's already doing a lot of things on her nine you know her eight nine-year-old level like mm-hmm. with without without even hesitation because we just kind of present them with the same thing because they're they're like rubber and glue like they have they love their life they get to hang out all day with farm animals and mom and the baby That's awesome. and like you know learn cool stuff along the way because i think that another aspect of it is learning learning you know good valuable things we do a lot of uh like mushroom foraging and we take hikes and go you know look at plants and stuff like that like that's it's it, there's there's more to doing it than just doing the old let's do by the book curriculum and um georgia's a more freer state to do homeschooling type stuff and there's a there's a lot of play, there's a lot of things i you know i recommend people to look into because there is aspects of homeschooling you can do in a lot of states that you can get away with damn near just doing it however you want to like well, it's not checking it homeschooling just doesn't have to be like like what everybody expects like the you're going to tr- just transplant the classroom into your house and have yeah, desks gonna in your house. That See, that's, is, i guess that's what my fear is like i fear like i have to do that anything any, all you have to do, look, you, you just have to look at your state's uh, homeschool education requirements <clears throat> um, and write your letter of intent. That's it. That's, that's what you have to so do. Do you turn and the letter of intent to the schools? The school bully you oh. into giving up more information than what you're required to do. You only have to tell them that, hey, I am going to homeschool my kids. That's pretty much it. Wow. They'll ask you, so what are you going to be teaching them? How much are you going to be teaching them? For how long? How many days of the week? How many hours? You don't have to give any of that. You don't have to divulge that. any of that. Nope. You don't oh, have that's to divulge good to know. any of that. They will bully you and make you think that it is required information, but it is not. Nope. You only have to write a letter to the superintendent saying, I'm yay, I'm pulling my kids from the public school system and I'm homeschooling them. And But you do have to turn in uh hours hours taught i think yeah yeah there's 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 certain like hours taught like for a year or like quarter a lot lot of it is now really just i mean to to be real people out there like from from yeah you just have to sign off that you did this stuff and send it to them there's no way that they can really prove if you did or didn't and like they will have your kids will have to take a test though i think there there is in certain states in yeah. certain states at certain levels there is tests that they send that you're and, and now that now that i will say it's kind of a blessing with some of those COVID stuff because they send this stuff to you via email and you and your kid get to sit there and go through it and make sure yep. that your kid knows the things that are on this test and you email it back to them and as long as they pass that test and they're not going to send you know criminals to your door to kick it in and you know destroy your family so yeah. like it's, it's isn't that when they get to like high school age that they're supposed to be starting mm-hmm. to do that kind of thing and it's, yeah it's 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 more in the middle school like wow that's oh, you okay. know mine are still in the elementary stages we're getting close to the end of you know technical elementary school for mine but you know we're our our stuff's a little more lenient here and at the end of the day like at the end of the at the end of all of it mom still just signs off whether or not 
they have their you know high school diploma or you know they have to take a test but they still it's still really left up in georgia anyway down to if she wants to sign and thinks that they've made enough to be high school educated and, and so she and, can she they can graduate earlier is that what you're saying mm-hmm. absolutely you cover all the requirements oh, as long as you cover uh, the requirements uh, that wow. they have in the stuff like you can you can get through it whenever you you know i i think i think make people, anything a lesson i think you people have you can and i think people have lost the aspect and 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 the reality that school public school is still it, it's a baby it's not something that's new I mean, old or whatever, like there's sure there's been schooling throughout the years in different aspects, but the public school experiment is exactly what it is. It almost makes you feel like the public schools because that's where I went. I went to public school. It almost makes you feel like they indoctrinated me to make sure that I knew that I couldn't do this on my own. Yeah, like you need this school. No, you are correct. No, they taught you that you're supposed to rely on government. Yes. And that's why I'm hesitant. And I'm like, You guys, you guys got me going. I, I, that's it. I'm pulling my kids. <laughs> if, we got, if, 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 if we went, if, if, if we started our kids at school, say at six months old and teachers taught our kids how to walk within a few generations, people wouldn't think you could be able to walk without going to school. So, and, and this is, this is a sad reality. And I think that the same thing has actually happened that people think that you can't learn without going to school. And I think the self-educated yeah. person, the homeschool educated person, the, 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 the self-taught really are more, I think they are more intelligent and, you know, yeah. I can hold better conversations Ooh. with them. I don't even have actually stuff. shown that. Then a lot. I want to interject into this. Oh, sure. It depends the parents of the homeschooled student because sure. some sure. parents will take that as a lazy way out. Sure. Sure. And, just half-ass it the sure. whole way. Sure. Then uh, you have people that, like me that are going to teach them things that they sh- they probably are too young to get into the aspects of yet, as far as like conspiracy world and like dangerous realities. But at the same time, I'd rather my kids come up already knowing this stuff instead of waiting until and uh, waiting to unlearn them. Like I don't. Right. Why waste my time on learning them and let them know? Hey, taxation mm-hmm. is theft. From day one, like my kids already know this. <laughs> <laughs> That's how awesome. Grow, how to properly grow a garden, how to can food, yes. um, how to yes. sew. Yes. Um, we're doing we're doing crocheting currently. How how yeah. to do uh, certain home repairs? How to put in a new uh, how to put in a new faucet in the bathtub? Uh, take That's your kids cool. outside. Half the, half the things you're talking about, I don't even know how to do. <laughs> how to change the oil breaks on the yes, truck? That I do know how. Stuff like that. But, I mean. And but even so, a lot of this stuff is thing, really on YouTube. How right? to do your taxes yeah. if you do that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Right. And honestly, like, <laughs> it's like you said, Jimbo, like anything can be a teaching event. Anything can be yeah. a learning curve at the time. And I just, like I said, I, I know my hesitancy is because I've always been indoctrinated that we can't do it without it. My biggest fear is like, I'm not a strong reader. So I'm afraid that I can't teach my kids to be strong readers. That's my number one biggest fear. And like, if I can get past that and like, I was talking to one of my friends and they're like, if you teach a kid to read and you're not that strong of a reader yourself, you're both learning at a younger grade level where you can understand it and become a better reader as your child himself. And I'm like, Oh crap, you're right. (laughs) You know? (laughs) And so I, like I said, it's, just me being scared. You, you, you want something, something wild. I think you, you want to try like a, like an experiment to, to learn, I guess, maybe, maybe, maybe learn together and maybe reinforce yourself. Find yeah. a, find a second language. There's programs out there that are free that you can get online. There's even ones you can pay for that you can get online that will teach you to fluently speak another language, but find a second language and you and your kids learn it together. And when you two, and when you guys sit down here and learn this, second language together you're going to see that you not only can you help your kids learn this stuff but you can learn too while doing it and even with like the reading and math like i've there's a lot there's things that i've i used to struggle in math a little bit but i've i've i'm now you know at the level that i can understand things on you know not only geometric types you know type stuff and weird things but like 
you know, just regular, regular math stuff that I'm really good at teaching it with my kids. And I'm I'm not, you know, I'm not too concerned about that anymore. Now you get me started in science and history. And of course (laughs) she leaves that to me because she knows I'm going to be like, sure, this is what happened at, at, at this point in history, but let's look at this part that they forgot to leave out because uh, they don't well, see. I just have my kids go to your your TikTok page, like, "Hey, we're learning about science and we're learning about history today. We're going to go to the watch this guy's TikTok today. This is what we're going to do." Well, and, and, and well, and the ones the ones that I do are ones that I, I I leave things open to question. Like, I want you to go and research things for yourself because I believe that's the best way to learn something is to take in the information yourself and come up with your own perception of. I say that all the time. Don't take my word for anything. Go look it up yourself. Because you can't, you, you, you can't, everybody perceives things different. This is back to everything affects everybody in different ways and everybody perceives things different too. So if you don't go and gather your information from your eyes, then it's never going to be your reality. Don't take my word for it. Don't take bandits word for it. Don't take your word for it. Like always anything there is out there, regardless of if you agree with it or disagree with it, dive into it because you might, learn something or you you know you might learn that you're right about what you believed you know to begin with like it's always i always encourage it don't just first don't just first page google things like for the love of god make sure you go (laughs) and actually look because i don't think people understand how google works and how people pay for certain things to be at the front of the search board and stuff like that like i know people and have known people that have worked for you know work for these companies for google that they get paid certain amount of money to make sure mm-hmm. that their search is the first search in the search yep. engine. And it might be something that's completely biased or not even true because propaganda is fully legal in this country and they don't understand this. Yeah. I mean, and, I get it firsthand all the time. My brother-in-law works for Google. Like he helps do it all the time, like he said. But he's always he always says, go to at least page four or five before you start believing. Right, he's like, because right. the first few pages are, are BS propaganda, like you're saying. And he's like, if you want the truth, you're going to have to dig further and just keep scrolling. <laughs> and so I do that all the time. And then like I used to use DuckDuckGo and, and stuff like that. But then they're like, they're kind of getting into the propaganda side, too. And so, I mean, there's, you can still find the truth in those. It's just, you got to dig a lot harder and a lot longer. And sometimes when people like me, I have kids of seven, I ain't got time for that. So right. <laughs> just turn oh, to, yeah. just turn to you and go to TikTok. <laughs> yeah, there's there. I mean, and there's, there's a bunch of good information out there. Like I've, I've, I'm, I'm always one of those guys that will try anything. Like I, I, I've learned that I have more skills than I set, you know, my mind even believes that I have sometimes I've held, you know, many a jobs and, you know, having this farm and stuff now, like I've learned that there's, there's practically nothing I can, that, that I can't do. And I think that's something encouraging to everyone else is that you can do more than, than you believe yourself. Like you've mm-hmm. just got to go out there and give it a try. And some things, yeah, you might fail horribly at, but if you don't try, you're not going to know. And I've had more success rate at things that I've tried than I haven't. So, and I, I agree with you 110% because honestly, I didn't think I could get my kids unmasked. I had yeah, I'm like, yeah. I was up against the world, literally the world sure. to try to get this done. And then I just kept going and trying to do something. I'm like, I got to raise awareness somehow yeah. and ended up getting a law passed. And it's just like, you can do this. Like you said, you can. You just have to have faith in yourself. You fall and don't listen to the propaganda. Don't listen to somebody trying to tell you what to do. Like, What was that, Amanda? You fought one of the largest psychological experiments ever conducted. And in you one. won. So that, that is definitely something. Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, that's... That's all it was. Yeah. And... Mm-hmm. and and so, and, you know, and, and I guess in, in all of that, you know, you, you know, you said, of course, it expanded and whatnot. And of course, you know, you know how I roll folks out there that are listening and watching and stuff. I, I try to make sure that these links are up there for you to check out. But she's she does have her, you know, Mama Bear's website that you can go and check out. It's got links to all of the stuff that she's got going on. Are you guys still doing your podcasts on Mondays? We've been trying to. So things have changed a little bit. Emily's doing more local stuff. I'm doing the more the national stuff. So trying to get our our um schedules to intertwine is just crazy right now so me and my husband are starting to do one um we're trying to bring more in for the family dynamic um because my this is affecting families they are now trying to divide 
the, the normal family, husband, wife, kids, they don't want that. They want the LGBTQ stuff out there. And if you want to be LGBTQ, go do it. More power to you. But leave me and my family alone. But I mean, my husband and I almost got divorced throughout this whole thing because we weren't seeing eye to eye. And like, I was very strong in my opinion and what I was going to do. And he's very strong in what he's going to do. And like, unfortunately, what I do in the civilian world and what he does in his job, um, it affected him a lot. And when I went to D.C. in January, I got labeled as a domestic terrorist. FBI showed up at my front door, you know, the whole nine yards. And I'm like, all I did was go to D.C. But his job was like. We need to look into your security clearance. We need to look into your background. We need to look into this and that all because of what I was doing. And so like it started a rift between us and he was going to get the shot. And I told him, I'm like, you get that COVID shot. You ain't ever seeing me or my kids again. Like <laughs> that ain't happening. So luckily he like was him touring with me now and going with me and meeting other people that are like-minded helped him open his eyes to the other side. And that's a big thing I think everybody needs to do. Go talk to somebody who has that has a totally complete different outlook than you. Sure. Talk to them. Get their perspective. I met a couple of men here in Ankeny that I they are total opposite of what I would consider to be the norm and what we should be doing. But we have come together and we have found a common ground that we are willing to work together for the kids. And yeah. so now we're putting groups together for the kids that older kids uh, mentor younger kids about sports, about reading, whatever it may be. Yeah. And because I stepped out of my comfort zone and I said, hey, I want to reach out to this guy and get his perspective on things. I want to know what what they think, because I don't know what they think. And together we had pulled this to off. And then just this last Monday, we presented to the board that we wanted a mentoring uh, program put into place of kids of all race backgrounds. It don't matter if you're rich, poor, black or blue. It don't matter. So we wanted to bring it together. And we're working with the school now to make that program happen. And it all happened because two people decided, hey, we're going to get together and see why do you believe in this? And why do I believe in that? And where can we find common grounds to do something together? And this is going to be a movement that I hope everybody can start taking on because we are so divided as a country right now. And race is like the number one thing that they're trying to divide with. And it's been that way for years. But if you just sit down with somebody of the opposite race as you and just genuinely have a conversation, you will be amazed just how much alike we really are. Sure. Sure. I mean, that's a, that, that's a lot of, you know, what we've, what we do here and you know most folks know we're just always we're there's a whole bunch of different aspects that we cover on this show and a whole bunch of different people we talk to and a whole bunch of different subjects just it's 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 a mixing pot and that's you know what america i guess technically in a sense started as was a a mixing pot of freedom of choice and it over this past 200 or so years it has turned into the exact opposite and yeah. and i i i really hate and you know that people have to pass laws to force their beliefs onto other beliefs on other people or to pass laws to make freedom happen when you know freedom should be the number one aspect of everything like when people are looking into things like this it's like does this benefit humanity or does this benefit somebody else to make them rich or to you know continue an agenda of some sort and i you know i am a firm believer there is some you know, global world agenda plot out here, but I think that's a whole, a whole nother, a whole nother can of worms to, to get yeah. into another kinds of aspects. But like, there's, there's the bottom line is, is that at the end of the day, a lot of us want the same things and that's food in our belly and a good place to good, safe place to lay our head. And, and we're never going to have that if we're at each other's throat. And I right. encourage everyone to, talk about anything and talk about random things and find common grounds of any kind, whether it be, whether it be food or something or something as, as big as like, you know, sports and stuff like that. I mean, there's all kinds of different things that people do find common grounds in. don't get me wrong, but mm. like, I, I just, it's crazy to watch people fight one another and to force things on one another down here at this peasant level while the crown is throwing out orders and fear mongering everybody into control aspects. And, right. 
And I encourage more people, you know, to go out here and of course check out what she's got going on and check out, you know, what we've got going on and understand that, you know, we're, we're, we're just trying to bring everybody together and let everybody have freedom of choice on every aspect. Like I, again, I, I think you should just be able to choose what you feel is right for your, your body, your life, your children and such like that. And just stop forcing things onto people because that's where I like to draw the line is there's no need for force. Like if you can't right. do something voluntarily, then, then I definitely don't need to take a part in it. So you got, um, you know, I appreciate you coming out and hanging out with Thank us today. You. <laughs> like that. Bandit, you got anything you'd like to add to it here at the end? I do not. This has been, this has been a good episode, man. I'm anytime you meet somebody with common, uh, common beliefs, it's, it always turns into a good episode. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I, you know, I love, I love, like I said, I like, I like what you got going on out here. I, I, I hate, again, I can't reiterate enough. I don't, I don't, I don't like the political scene, like as far as like forcing people to do things. And I hate that we had to go as far as passing a law to right. make it to where people had freedom of choice. But like, I commend you for, you know, getting it out there and, you know, doing great by yeah. your kid and every <laughs> other kid out there that, you know, was having trouble with this because of course we know, we all know it wasn't just yours and it's, right. it's there's, you know, it's even divulged into now you see there's plastic in people's lungs because yes. of these masks and, and, that's dangerous, everybody. Like we don't need to have microplastics inside our bodies. That's right. not. That's not I mean, good. I did, a, I did an episode with a mom that her son got um, hypoxia because he was wearing a mask during basketball practice. If you go on my page, scroll down to a couple episodes. It um, talks about how he passed out during practice, wow. and because of that, he suffered severe brain damage, and he was. On the, he was, I think he was just junior when it happened and going into his senior year, he was on the all-star team, you know, getting scholarships and now he's bedridden. Wow. And so that's, that's why, that's why I agree with you guys. It's always going to be a choice. Let it be your choice because a mask may not hurt you, but it can kill somebody else. Absolutely. Yep. That's exactly it. And, and, it, and, it's, and it's the same with everything that's out there. You know, there's, um, we, I know, I know in this group, of our group we all have different feelings on you know like different kinds of vaccines and stuff i'm i'm the i'm the outrageous guy like i don't i don't believe in any of them but there we do have guys in the groups that understand that there's some that you know were created for a purpose and and might be helpful and such and i have i have a different view than they do and that's fine and i don't care but i at the end of the day the point about i'm it not is, gonna force my i'm not gonna force, I'm not gonna force on you. my beliefs not. on you yes like and and i just I want everybody to be able to have the freedom to choose what they want, what they want to put in their body, whether it be good for you, whether it be bad for you, whether, right. Hey, if it's going to kill you, I'm just going to say, Hey, that's probably going to kill you. But if you still want to do it, you still do it. Right. So, but you know, I appreciate you coming on. And like I said, Thank everybody, y'all check her website out. Um, I'll have it linked of course, where you can listen to this and where you can watch this everywhere out. Um, y'all make sure y'all check out our new merch store located on the website. That's uh, that's got some good stuff coming, and we thank everybody for checking us out again. And we'll see y'all next time on Unconstitutional Awakening. Y'all have a great afternoon. <laughs>